0: turns it from this lonely, confusing headache into the most fulfilling and easy project. Go to the link in my show notes to get a free trial on me. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. care. Welcome back. Here are the six quick questions. Question number one is, what's your why? Why are you doing what you're doing?
1: Like growing up, you know, I was really self-conscious about my skin and I want to help others feel confident in their skin. And, you know, we don't promise Flawless skin, but it's just feeling good in your own skin. And, you know, there's just something very therapeutic about self care and self love. And that's what our products really bring out. It's that it's just taking time for yourself. And, you know, I got an email like a couple of months ago about this lady who has she, you know, she suffered from anxiety and depression and she was really excited about using our beauty pops every night for her like nighttime, you know, routine. And, you know, it just really helped calm her and soothe. It was like really soothing for her. And that's, that's why we do this. That's, that is my why.
0: Yeah. That's, that's impactful. That's powerful to receive something like that. I, I, yeah, I can see that. Question number two, and I guess we've already covered this, but maybe maybe we'll see if there's something else that can come through. What's been the number one marketing moment? Or maybe the second or third so that we don't go for the <laughs> viral TikTok videos.
1: <laughs> yeah, just, you know, I'd say for us, it was like Shark Tank really put us on the map, being able to share our story and then... Yeah. Like TikTok doing, you know, just showing, like sharing our story and like being authentic and genuine.
0: Mm -hmm. I love it. Question number three is what's your go-to business resource when it comes to book, podcast, or newsletter?
1: So I love listening to your podcast. I have it (laughs) online. Yeah. I just hear love hearing other people's story and just kind of knowing that I'm not, you know, like that we're not doing this alone like you know other people are going through the same things that we are um it just gives me a lot of like insight on like what everybody else is doing and then i do love reading books and just talking to other friends that are entrepreneurs too who are also like in this in the same industry
0: 100% how did you find us by the way um so i found your instagram Oh, wow. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. I was
1: like, yeah, I I found your Instagram and then I found, and then I started looking you up on
0: Spotify and started listening to you. So love that for me and for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Question number four is how do you win the day? What are your AM or PM rituals and habits that keep you feeling happy and motivated and productive?
1: Um. So trying to wake up early and, Really seizing the day. Like, we get up and I have my morning matcha and um, I listen to like some relaxing music just to kind of get into the zone and then get started with work. I think the, a morning ritual is really important.
0: Yeah. If I'm like in a bad morning routine phase, it's pretty tough. And I'm in like kind of a bad one at the moment where just a bit all over the shop. You know, sometimes if you drop a habit, it kind of just throws you and then you kind of drop multiple habits and you're like, Ugh. and I'm in a bit of one of those like bad routine phases. I really need to get back into like the non-checking of the phone. That's my biggest one. I'm really bad with checking my phone at the moment.
1: Same here. And like, you know, for me, it's just starting kind of slow because it like I, I would, I used to wake up, check emails and I would just be so overwhelmed and you know, it, and then I would start off not happy or just feeling like I had a like a long list of to dos. But now I just I kind of ease into it. I listen to some music, meditate,
0: and I feel that's helped me a lot. Mm. Yeah, I need to back into that kind of rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> I get that like feeling of it's not the word isn't necessarily anxiety. Like it, it's a form of anxiety, but it's like this, just like bubbling feeling of like I don't know I don't know but I I hate it I need to get rid of that anyway next question question number five what is the worst money you've ever spent in the business today
1: paying for influencers I and I I know that I think that influence it's really important to have influencers but not I we don't I don't recommend paying a lot because it's I mean, I think that you should pay what they're, you know, like they're, what they require or what they're worth. I do believe like, you know, there are some influencers that do align with our brand. But for us, um, we just didn't know how to find influencers that understood our brand or understood our product. So, you know, we hired some influencers, we paid them a lot of money, and I don't think that they were really, they really understood our product. So that was just a really bad
0: experience for us. How much did you spend? What's the most expensive campaign you did?
1: Yeah, we did like one that was like $5,000 and they did a video and it was just not, you know, it didn't get much engagement and I don't think that she really understood our product and we were just really kind of disappointed because if I think that doing it organically is better, like people that reach out to you and... You know, want to try your product or ex- are excited about your product. I think going the other way, where you're like looking for influencers, it's like sometimes they're not really passionate about it, and so it kind of shows through when they're in their you know content.
0: Yeah, and that's a key a key learning. A hundred percent, you really need to tap into people who are already excited about your product, who really are going to authentic authentically speak to their community and their audience with, with love. It makes so much sense.
1: Yes. And and I'm all for paying influencers. Like as long as I know that they're really passionate about our product, like we, you know, we're, we're all for it. But I think that um, it's just, if you're like going out there and just looking for influencers and not really knowing if they like your product or not, I don't, I don't recommend that because it does get really expensive.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. And last question, question number six, what is a major fail or mistake that you can share and how did you deal with it?
1: I guess we partnered with a 3PL company and that was a really bad experience because they were small and they, you know, they, were, which like we wanted to support them, but it's just, I don't think that they could have, they could handle our, like the, the capacity. They couldn't handle the the number of orders that we had. So I think that you really want to think, like, for the future, like, plan for the future and not just go with someone that's, like, small or affordable. Think big and know that if, you know, if you do go viral or if something does happen, like, are they capable of growing with you? Because that can really mess
0: up a lot of things. Yes, that's also a key piece of learning there, like, 100%. You want to partner with people that have the ability to scale, that have the ability to move with you while you do and kind of like have the systems and processes that are just, you know, tried and true and tested from like huge other brands. (laughs) Yes. That's a real good one. Linda, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today and share your journey with Love and Pebble. This has been so lovely to meet you. Thank you so much for having me.